Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own dog-inspired business. On this episode, I'm chatting with a branding expert and designer who's been working with pet brands to help them reach their goals. She asks the tough questions with her clients, so listen in to get ideas for what you should be asking yourself before pursuing a website or logo redesign. She also shares some great resources that you can use to take your design to the next level. Kayla Pipko is a dog-obsessed girl living in a design world. Both a dreamer and a doer, Kayla has a knack for bringing her clients' visions to life. She instinctively knows how to uncover businesses' brand stories and effectively communicate it with their target audience through unique, on-brand design elements, really making their brand stand out. She knows just how important great design is to add that extra layer of legitimacy to propel your business to the next level of success. After a few years working in the agency world for brands like Kellogg and Ocean Spray, Kayla decided to take her knowledge of design and her love for dogs and combine them into one, creating Doc's Design. When she isn't behind the screen, you can find her walking Finley, Felix, and Ferb in downtown Grand Rapids with her husband, Jordan. Hey, Kayla. Hi, how are you? Is there a fourth dog to add to that list now? No, that's all three. That includes all three. all three in there. (laughs) Okay, because, yeah, you were just telling me that you just got a puppy, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, we've known about the puppy for a while, so I made sure it was in there. Oh, good. (laughs) Love it. I love it. So um, I'm so happy to have you on the show because we've been um, interacting on Instagram for a while. And I have yeah. to say, like, your your design skills really do stand out. Like, uh, that's, oh, thank that's you. why I was really excited to talk to you because I think you do such brand great branding for your own brand and also for other brands, which is hard. I think, um, like, even for me, for years, I used to do other people's social media and I never really, like, put any effort into my own. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like yep. the shoemaker's wife kind of syndrome. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but you do a great job of branding your own company, which is really awesome. Thank you. I love that. Yeah, I, I want to uh, take a sip of my own medicine is what I always say. And it's like if I'm preaching to have a branded social media feed or like have a good brand, I should probably do the same for myself. Yeah, it's true. But it's it's hard to make time for that. So um, Very hard. <laughs> Okay, before we before we get into like time management tips, like t- let's backtrack and tell us a little bit more about how Doc's Design came to be. Yeah, definitely. So um, I had the really fortunate experience of after graduating with my bachelor's degree, um, working in the agency world. Um, I was able to work for one of the top design agencies here in the Midwest, and that was kind of my dream was to like fast track it in the agency world and move to a big city like New York or Chicago. Um, I quickly realized that that was not what I thought it was going to be. I hated leaving my dogs every day. I hated being in an office setting. Um, It was very long hours that you were expected to work. I got to work with really cool brands, but I just wasn't really feeling inspired. So here I am like post-grad thinking, oh, like my whole life I had planned is not what I thought it was going to be. So um, I kind of started doing like the whole side hustle thing, what people call 
And I knew I always like loved dogs and I was a dog mom. Um, I was ingrained in the dog community here in my um, hometown of Grand Rapids. So naturally a lot of my first clients ended up being like my, my pet sitter I use or the dog walker I use. And I'm sure, you know, the pet community, one pet sitter knows another, or one pet store vendor knows another. And it kind of just was a happy accident from there. Um, I started getting introduced, um, to a bunch of Facebook groups, which led to more pet stores out of state. Um, and before I knew it about six months in, I was freelancing under my own name and I had all clients that were pet related. And I was like, uh, I think I have a business. So, um, I filed for an LLC docs design after my dachshunds. That's where I came up with the name and it's been about a year now. So it was kind of a happy accident. I was just in that world. It kind of happened. I love it. That's so cool because, um, you know, I think a lot of people, sometimes they, they have an idea of what they want to do and they force it so hard and it doesn't always work out. So sometimes you just have to kind of take what comes to you. And if it's dog related, yeah. then all the better. <laughs> exactly. I loved it. I was like, this is perfect. So when you first started working and, and helping like your dog sitter or dog walker or things like that, did you do your first couple of projects for them like for free just to get some experience or did you start charging right away? Yeah, there was a few. Um, actually, my very, very first client was for a local animal shelter here in town that I was volunteering for. And um, I was just going in every now and then and, you know, volunteering with the dogs. And they had a big fundraiser they were putting on. Um, and the fundraiser, they were actually connected with like a bunch of the pet sitters and dog walkers at pet stores in town. Um, and one of the managers of the shelter was like putting together a flyer in Microsoft Word. And I was like cringing and I was like, hey, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but like I'm a graphic designer and I can totally do that. So a couple of my first projects were like in kind donations to shelters and stuff like that. Um, and since the events were um, so many pet businesses involved, they were like, oh, that's a nice poster. Who did that sort of thing? So from there, I then started charging. But the first couple, yeah, they were, um, hey, let me show you what I could do sort of thing. Yeah, but it sounds like kind of strategic um, having yeah, them part of an event. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean for that to happen. But when, now that I look back at it, I'm like, hey, that was that worked. <laughs> We're in marketing. We can spin the story yeah. to be whatever we want. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> um, so, so obviously, we know that you love dogs. Um, so, like, what what is so unique about doing design for pet businesses that that you've decided this is going to be your niche? And um, yeah, you know, what's unique about that? Yeah. So I guess when a lot of people ask me like why pet businesses, I could start with the cliche of I was inspired by my dog, which like I'm sure every pet business says, and I definitely was. Um, but the more that I've gotten into it, um, I think just connecting with other pet professionals who have that bond with animals and just seeing like how much they love their dogs and how much they love to help pets, we instantly connect um, and it's like we're best friends right away. So I instantly get along with my clients. Um, so many of my clients, I end up buying their products for my own dogs. Um, I end up telling all my dog mom friends about it. So it's it's really nice because my clients don't really feel like clients. They feel like friends to me. Um, so the more I got involved with it and I just started seeing how passionate people were about their pets like I was, I was like, wow, this is really special. And I feel inspired every day to work with these people, which is something I wasn't feeling when I was working with like these big national brands. I was like, if I know I can make an impact on like this pet sitter and get her like more clients and have her help more uh, senior dogs or whatever their brand mission is, it really like made me feel good inside. So 
that was one thing. And then now that I've been in business um, for about a year, I also like to say that I think our approach to design is a lot like a dog. We're very loyal to our clients. Um, we can be very stubborn like a dash hound with good design and doing it the right way. We don't like to take shortcuts. So now I, I look at it, I'm like, hey, you know, um, our approach to design and my personality is kind of like a dog. So overall, I think it just vibe in that whole world. Well, this is a perfect segue. So tell us a little bit. Usually I save this until the end, but now I'm curious. What kind of personality <laughs> traits do you have in common with your dogs? With my dogs? Um, I would say, so I have three dogs and all three are very different. Of course. <laughs> I have, yes, I have Finley. She's the girl. Um, she's very loving. Like she's very um, social, wants to like be up in everyone's business. And then I have Ferb, who's very um, like he's a mama's boy. He just wants to be with me all the time. Um, and then Felix, we're still kind of discovering his personality. But across the board, all three of them are extremely stubborn. <laughs> and that's just like a dash hound trait. And um, I say stubborn in a good way, not in a bad way. And I think um, with our clients, we like to push back a lot and we like to challenge them to think outside of the box. Um, a lot of them will come to me and be like, oh, I just want you to like quickly redo the logo because I just don't think it looks good. And I'm in the habit of like asking the hard questions like, OK, well, why do you think you need a rebrand? It's, it's not just a visual thing. It's because you're either trying to up level your business. You're trying to attract new customers. Like I really start to dig down and, and sometimes they're like, oh, these are hard questions. And it's like, yes, but we need to answer them before we get to the visuals so that the visuals work. So um, I think that's one thing that I have in common with my dogs is I can be stubborn with doing things the right way and doing things the way that we have seen work time and time again. Right. I like that a lot. And I and I think like something that I love about dogs is that they just get excited about everything, regardless of if it's like, a, you know, if you're if you get one like my dogs get excited about like one tiny little treat and they get equally excited about like a whole birthday cake. Um, so, you know, I, I love that about dogs is they're like they're always excited if it's a small project or a big project. Um, yep. And it sounds like you could kind of relate to that, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Passionate about everything. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so like so something that's been happening that's really, really cool in the, like the last few years is there's so many new dog brands and so I many. think that, um, you know, the older brands that have been around for a long time, definitely a lot of them haven't updated their branding and they're still very yeah. much like paw prints and um, typical kind of design. But the new yeah. brands that are coming up are really fun. So like, are there very any fun. trends or, or any projects that you've worked on that you've really enjoyed that are in the pet industry, but like don't have paw prints or yeah. whatever on them. Yeah, so that that's definitely one thing. I, I feel like a paw print always ends up getting incorporated no matter how hard I try. I'm like, let's try other things, but there's always like one paw print icon. Well, I don't um, mean to but, like, I don't mean to downplay that. I have paw prints on my website too, but- um, It's inevitable, but you can do it in an interesting way. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But I just like, I just think I was, um, I met someone, I was just in California a couple weeks ago and I, met a woman walking down the sidewalk who um she was walking her dog so of course i had to stop and say hi to the dog and <laughs> she had just opened this like amazing 
doggy daycare kennel place in LA that was like so LA because they do like energy healing and yoga for dogs. And like one of the first things she told me was that her space doesn't have like any paw prints in it. (laughs) And I was like, I get you totally. I love it. Yeah. So we actually have a whole series on our blog called Drool Worthy um, Design. And I, like you said, I've been noticing all these super trendy pet businesses popping up. So each month I feature one um, on my blog and I kind of show their visuals and explain what they're doing. That's interesting. Um, so a lot of these older pet brands or maybe people who are independent brands and don't really get what branding is can go on the blog and read and start to see what they are doing so they can start to understand like what unique branding is. Um, I think one trend that's really been, you know, happening lately is, um, a lot of the hand-drawn patterns and like hand-drawn elements. Um, I actually just wrapped up a brand in Florida. She was a pet sitter. Um, she had bought her logo off Fiverr and then realized that it was a reproduced logo so that like 20 other, um, pet sitters had the same logo as her. So we ended up working with her and like hand lettering a logo. And we actually created all these hand drawn um, icons that weren't a paw print. There's one paw print, but we did like a tennis ball and like a leash and like a food bowl and a water bowl and stuff like that. And we made all these really cool patterns for her that she can use on her social media graphics and she can use on like her digital downloads and stuff like that. And I've been noticing that trend, not even just in the pet industry, but just like in general in the design industry is that has been a thing because it's really personal and um, it really stands out when you see something like that. It doesn't look like an icon you bought off of iStock. It looks like you took the time to invest in your brand. Yeah, I love that. I, I definitely love hand-drawn elements. And I love working with artists because, like, you know it's going to be one of a kind, usually. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, you were talking a little bit about, like, talking to your clients and finding, like, why they want to rebrand or why mm-hmm. they want a new logo. Um, so when you're, when you're helping them create their brands, are you talking to them about like their target audience or how, how are you helping their brand stay relevant to who their target audience is? Yeah, definitely. So, um, looking good is just one part of it. And there are designers and freelancers aplenty. Uh, you can go on Fiverr and if you just want a logo, you can get one for like $5, but that is definitely not what we believe in at docs. We believe in like getting to the heart of your brand and figuring out your why. So, like I said, I ask the hard questions. If someone comes to me and they're like, I want this thing, I will ask why, because that thing they're asking for might not even be the thing they need to get to their goal. So if they're like, I want a new logo because I want to increase my sales and I go and look at their website and they don't even have a call to action to go to their store. I'm like, Oh, maybe it's not the logo and that's not worth investing in right now. Let's, let's take a look at your website. Um, so I really get in the head of who their target audience is and who they're trying to attract. And I really think about what would resonate with them. So you have to make those decisions that are really strategic um, when it comes to the visuals so that you can resonate with that audience. Um, Another thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is that a brand is a living, breathing thing. It's not a one and done sort of thing. Um, So you have to, you know, put the tender loving care into your brand and constantly um, take care of it and upgrade it. Look at your website, see where people are clicking, um, see if it's making sense, seeing what social media graphics are getting engagement. 
So that's one thing we really believe in too, is um, once we finish up a brand or once we finish up graphics, you know, we'll actually go and look at the statistics and the analytics and make sure that it's working. You're getting good engagement on the social media graphics that the buttons that we want your customers to click are being clicked. And if they're not, we adjust and um, make changes where they need to be. That way you're staying relevant to your target audience. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that I need to go look at my website (laughs) and (laughs) apply some of this advice to it right now too. Um, Yeah, definitely. There is, uh, I've been doing websites like crazy recently. And I, first question I ask is, do you have Google analytics? And a lot of people are like, what's that? And I'm like, download that on your website because that's very insightful. Yeah, totally. Sorry to interrupt the interview, but I would love to see what you're doing while you catch up with the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player or snap a selfie with your earbuds in. Bonus points if it's on a dog walk and share it to your Instagram stories tagging me at tmystic. I'll keep an eye out for mentions and I would love to give you a shout out from my own account. Okay, now back to the episode. Okay, so I think for a lot of people, they think of a brand as like your colors, your logo, and like that's it. Um, But (laughs) like you just said, it's so much more than that. So how can someone – like you just were kind of talking about it, but let's go into like a little bit more detail about how someone could incorporate their brand into like their social media images because I think a lot of times there's a lot of inconsistency um, or brands want to, you know, repost customer photos and a lot of pet sitters, you know, if there's, I think there's a lot of listeners here who are dog walkers and pet sitters. They'll post photos of, of the pets that they're watching, but they're all kind of like the same shot taken from standing above with the dogs yeah. with grass underneath of them. So how could, what could they do to be different to incorporate their brand into these images without, without having to like hire a whole camera crew, but like yep. what could they do themselves? <laughs> Exactly. Um, well, step one is you have to figure out what your brand is. So um, if you don't have colors, if you don't have a designated typeface you're using, um, I always encourage people to sit down, get all that into one central location, which we call brand guidelines. So you can have that as a gut check every time you're uploading something to social media or you're making a graphic. Um, is it resonating with the emotion I want to convey? And am I using the right colors? Am I using the right typeface? Um, what we do is go beyond that and we call them brand elements. So the icons you're using or the little illustration elements you have, um, start incorporating that into photos. And that kind of goes into the design trends um, that I've been seeing. And what I tell a lot of people that are just starting out is to get on Canva. Canva is a great free resource um, that pretty much can make everyone a graphic designer. Um, And I would encourage you to find like two to three icons or quote unquote brand elements that you think go with the emotion you're trying to use and start incorporating those in the images instead of just posting the image, like maybe layer type over it or layer some sort of illustration over it. Um, one brand I just saw that launched, they're called the good dog. They're kind of doing stuff like that. They have like a set of illustrations they use and they'll post pictures of just the dogs, but they'll also like put a little mustache illustration on like the dog or like put a little thought bubble over it. And they're all like strategically their brand colors and like all the styles look the same. So it's taking that image that everyone posts, but upgrading it a little bit and making it a little bit more playful. Right. And I even think um, to kind of build off of that, if you're if you're a pet sitter or something like that, invest in a couple bandanas that are your brand color or maybe get a few bandanas yep. printed with your logo mm. on it even um, and put those on the dogs for photos yeah. or, or gift them to your clients so they can wear them all the time. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, start thinking about how you will incorporate splashes of your brand color. I think, Tori, you do a great job of this with your hot pink you have like here and there. Everywhere. I just love I- pink, so it makes it easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we even do that with our own uh, – Instagram at docs, we have like some yellow and blue bandanas that we'll throw on dogs now and then, or we have like, um, like a yellow plant in the background, like those little pops of color really stand out and start to make your whole feed go together. So if you could, like, if your brand color is hot pink, find some hot pink tennis balls or like a Frisbee. And when you're taking those pictures, throw some of that in and kind of stage it a little bit. Yeah. It's just like little details, but when it's all together in your Instagram feed or on your website, that's branding. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> so one of the one of the services that you offer that really caught my eye on your Instagram is that you do these social media graphics packs, I think is yeah. a good way to describe it. How does that work exactly? Yeah, so this is like a complete uh, new idea. So I get a lot of questions on it because I don't think anyone's really doing this. So no. I'm glad you're so asking. So explain it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was realizing with my clients that with social media, they were either doing one or two things. They were either hiring a professional designer to like completely make all their custom graphics every month. I was even having clients do that with me. Um, with If you're charging an hourly rate, that gets to be very expensive very fast. So um, that's accessible for a lot of bigger brands, but not necessarily smaller brands. So the smaller brands were then DIYing their own graphics. They were either like pulling generic graphics off Pinterest or trying to go on Canva and do that and they weren't really getting the results they wanted because it is hard to do a layout like that if you don't have the eye for it and you don't have experience in layout design. Um, So what we did was we created what we call our monthly graphic pack. And what we do is we have six style packs, we call them, and pretty much they're base templates um, for social media. We have Instagram ones, Instagram stories, Facebook posts, blog graphics, pretty much anything digital. Um, And when a client signs up, they give us all their brand information. So they give us their colors. They give us their typefaces, what sort of images they like to use, if they use any illustrations. Um, And they pick a base template that they like. And then we completely customize it to their brand. So it's kind of a little bit of both. It's a template, um, as in the layout stays the same, like where the image is is where the image is going to be. But it's 100% custom to you. We switch out all the colors. We will put in your illustrations, you know, to add that special little element. Um, We'll help with the messaging. We'll put in your images. So they are 100% custom to you. Um, And the best part is it's only $150 a month, and you get 20 custom graphics each month. So I get a ton of clients that we do all their Instagram graphics. And so they have those to post for the entire month. Or we have some that like to do a lot of email campaigns. So we'll do email graphics for them for the whole month. So it's kind of a middle ground between having completely custom and generic templates. It's right in the middle where it's accessible and affordable and it's still unique to you. And you can pick and choose if you want email headers or Instagram squares or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Whatever you need, we can do it. I think that's such a cool service. And and even if someone um, thinks, you know, maybe they can't afford quite what you're doing, they could still kind of apply this maybe yeah. to, to themselves and sit down. I think batching out work is such an amazing um, time hack. So like yeah. sitting down and like doing all of your stuff in an hour or two, and then you have like all these graphics that you can use or they can hire you <laughs> yeah. and, and you can create yeah. them all for someone. But either way, it's great to have like, that consistency. 
Yeah. And that's actually like the hardest thing I think with clients. It's it's like, okay, what are the 20 messages we, we want to do? Like, what are the 20 graphics? And it's like, uh, and that's where we back up and ask the hard questions of the strategy. And we actually have like a marketing calendar that we have for a free download that people can access that have like pet holidays. That's always a good place to start. Um, but yeah, that's always like the messaging portion of it. Like, what are you trying to say to your customers? Are you trying to sell a product? Are you trying to be a lifestyle brand? So right. that's trying to get them to like come to something in person you know there's like so many different goals and they all have different strategies exactly so um you mentioned canva is one of your favorite tools do you have any other favorite tools that help you run your business or that you recommend to clients yeah yeah so i use the um adobe creative cloud which is the software service that designers use that's not always the most accessible thing to clients Um, So when it comes to layout design or templates, I definitely recommend Canva. But also beyond that, uh, when someone's trying to create a brand or find resources, um, two of my favorite things are Unsplash, which I'm sure a ton of people know about, but it's a great um, free website where you can get authentic images. Um, I try to steer away from like iStock and those sort of images just because a lot of pet sitters and dog walkers tend to reuse like the same four images. So I recommend definitely going on Unsplash and checking that out. There's this um, one, just to interrupt you really quick, there's this um, beagle who is like on everything. Oh, Do you know the beagle yeah, I'm talking about? I know about? exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like standing, like holding a sign or like sometimes wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're using that image, I think you should Don't. call Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can. There's so many great images out there. People just don't know where to look. And if you are buying stock images, Stocksy, S-T-O-C-K-S-Y, it's a super affordable um, stock photo website. Um, and they're just a bunch of local photographers that put pictures on there. And they're really authentic looking. And I, I tend to go there first before I go to iStock. Oh, that's great. So those I haven't are- heard of that. Yeah, it's a really good one. They have even have like stock video and stuff like that that you can use. Um, and then as far as when I keep saying brand elements, a lot of people are like, okay, well, where do I go for that? Um, Creative Market is a great place to go for that. Um, I go there a ton. They have a lot of local illustrators or even national illustrators will go and they'll create patterns and create icons and they'll just sell them on there um, for you to be able to reuse So I always go on there and we'll check it out or like we'll lead my clients there. If they can't quite afford custom icons, they can still get something that was done by like an illustrator or a designer um, and it's still personable, but it's a little bit more affordable. So that's also a really good place to go to start looking to see um, what you can start incorporating into your brand. Awesome. I love creative market. It's addictive though. I feel like (laughs) I want to buy something on there every day. (laughs) Yeah. And if you actually sign up um, for it, like each week, they'll send you like a freebie like bundle. So sometimes I get some really good like free fonts or free icons just because I put my email in there. So it's worth checking out. Yeah, I love it. Um, Well, this like time has just flown by. I feel like we need more time to talk, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, we're at the about 20 minutes. I know we're like at the end of the episode. So um, Kayla, tell everyone where they can find you online. Yeah, definitely. You can go to docs.design. It's D-O-X dot D-E-S-I-G-N, not dot com dot design. Oh, (laughs) look at that. I got one of those. Yeah, one of those fancy URLs. And then definitely uh, follow us on Instagram. It's just at Docs Design. And you can see kind of what we're doing with our graphics there, um, where our new packaging design is, any of our new branding clients, website clients will put on there. And we 
offer freebies and that's kind of the first place we'll announce them is on Instagram. So yeah, I always, um, I, I think I signed up for your content calendar with like the holidays and things like that through Instagram. Yeah, definitely. That was one thing that I was, I was getting frustrated myself trying to like search for pet holidays everywhere. I was like, why is there not a central location for this? And I was like, I'm just going to create one. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Great idea. So, um, Kayla, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. Thanks, Tori. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park.